1: not only are you picking single strings, but that means that your fingers then have to be ready to go on whatever fret it is that you're choosing. And basically what happens when you play guitar is you, you get in what we call a position. Now, for the most part, a position means you've got four functional fingers that can be played independently on the guitar at any given moment in time. So when people write songs, you know, you don't tend to go from, from three to 14 to one to 19, because your hand would be moving all over the place. We try and put everything in what we call a position. And the natural position that you have as a guitar player is that you've got four fingers that can comfortably span over four frets, right? So if I'm on three, I can comfortably reach to six and utilize all four of my fingers if needed. Now, I can span further. You know, it is possible for me to go from three to seven or even three to eight. Okay, but as I do that, it becomes more and more difficult because my fingers need to reach further and, um, you know, my arm needs to come down a little bit more. Because if you think about that, that if your hand is like mine and other than probably bigger than mine, the pinky is quite a bit smaller than the first finger. Right. So if you think about the angle that this guitar neck is sitting at right now, okay, and I was to turn this way, like I'm making a D chord. Right. So I'm turned this way. Now think about this pinky. If I wanted that pinky to be on the sixth string, it's not even close. Now the mistake that people make is that they try and do this. Okay, so I can get it up there, but now look at my other fingers. Look at my arm, look at my hand. I mean, there's nothing comfortable about it. So if my hand is sitting in this position, like I'll call it the the D chord position. If it's sitting in this position, you can see that my fingers are at a severe disadvantage unless I'm trying to make a G chord or a D chord or something like that, right? If I try to be in this position and make a C chord, it's gonna be very difficult to do. I need to turn under. And again, why is that? Because I'm taking those smaller fingers and I'm giving them a fighting chance of being useful on those thicker strings, you see? And that happens by simply turning, I'm just turning my arm, right? Turning my wrist inward which is now giving that pinky a fair chance. So if I wanted to place all four fingers on this sixth string, doing it this way isn't gonna benefit me at all. What I need to learn to do is turn under, and now that pinky can comfortably reach. Now you'll notice that my first finger is sitting at an angle. Well, that's okay. It, I'm not playing a bar chord. I don't need the the bottom half of this finger. All I need is the tip of the finger. And this is a proper guitar playing position for my hand. Now, having, putting my hand on the first fret, for instance, this is as turned as this hand is going to get because it's, it's as far away from me as the fretboard will be, as the neck will be. Notice as I move up this way, it becomes a little more comfortable every time. Okay. First of all, my arms getting, getting closer to my body. Okay. But then as a result, there's not as much stretch here. So when you're practicing, if you're trying to do this and you're all the way down here on the first fret, understand that that's where the most tension or stress is gonna come from because you're putting the most stress that you need on your arm to be able to reach this in a comfortable position. If you try and do this, for instance, at you know the fifth fret or something like that, it gives you a little bit more relief in your muscles and your tendons to be able to practice this. So let's just move up to the fifth fret for now and just practice this. You can do it anywhere you want, but just, just to keep things kind of light for now. So what I'm going to do is I want to take all four of my fingers and I want to place them on the sixth string, five, six, seven, and eight. And again, the big trick is right here. It's just turning in. Okay. Notice I'm not bringing my wrist up again. This is not going to help. My fingers can barely reach the third string, let alone the sixth string. Okay. If I lower my wrist down and turn in a little bit. That's where that's gonna happen. And if you always think of it, I always think heavy metal, right? I always think this. I gotta place this one and this one, and then the other two will fall into position. I gotta get the first string and the fourth, or excuse me, first finger and fourth finger in the proper position, and then the other two will fall into place. That's what I need to do. So as a nice entry into flat picking, what you wanna learn to do is play the fifth fret, first finger, then put the middle finger down, then put the third finger down and then the pinky down. And our fingers are literally labeled one, two, three, and four, just like when we were playing chords. Now understand that as I put my fingers down, what you're going to notice is I don't need to take the prior finger off right away.
0: If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to GuitarZoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast.
1: I could do this little exercise and leave all the fingers there. Because the only one you're gonna hear at the end of this sequence is whoever is furthest this direction. Okay? So I'm going one. First fingers, one finger, two finger, three finger, and four finger. Then I'm gonna go backwards. I'm gonna play fourth finger, get it out of the way. Third finger, get it out of the way. And the next finger, get it out of the way. Now that takes a little while to get used to because what happens oftentimes when you first start learning how to do this is you'll play a note and then the next note, you'll set it down and you'll hear the note actually come alive, like that, okay? That's another technique that we're gonna talk about in just a second, but what we wanna do is we wanna try and time the motions so when that finger goes down onto the guitar or comes off, It's happening at the same time, okay? That's what we're looking for. You don't need to worry about trying to do this fast. You don't need to worry about using a metronome right now. Don't worry about any of those things. You're just trying to communicate with your guitar. You're trying to get your brain and your fingers to make some sort of music on the instrument. So don't feel like you got to do it a certain speed or you got to do it 50 times or just start practicing it, trying to get comfortable with this idea. Because the other thing you're gonna battle here is that these two fingers tend to work pretty well. These two fingers don't work so good. And as you keep playing, you're going to keep telling yourself, if you're like most people, I hate using that pinky. Well, God gave you four fingers to use for playing guitar. Okay, this is 25% of your potential ability is in this finger. Okay, now that's not saying you use them all equally. It depends on the song and it depends on the way you're approaching the song and all kinds of different things. But if you're learning how to play and you're learning how to do this sort of thing, I would strongly recommend you get used to using all four of your fingers try and develop all four of them um, and if you if you can make that happen that's wonderful okay so we're going forward no particular speed we're just working on timing and then backward again working on timing synchronization okay you can also work on dynamics play really soft really hard. Okay, because sometimes when our brain starts thinking about synchronization and all this, we forget about dynamics or tempo or timing or all these other things that could be happening at the same time. So we're just getting used to moving forward and we're getting used to going backward. Now, as you get comfortable with this, what I would recommend is you make a small little exercise out of this by simply connecting to the next string. So you're gonna play one, two, three, four, and then the next string you're gonna go one, two, three, four, and the next string So there's a couple of different things that are happening here. Obviously you're experiencing all the different strings from a thick string to a thin string, but you're also experiencing the wrist moving, right? Either you're moving down this way, which I don't really do. I kind of turn my wrist in. As I move, I kind of turn this direction, okay? So again, you got to kind of figure it out for yourself, but as I'm moving, I don't, you know, my thumb doesn't wind up down here. I just kind of keep turning a little bit and then when I get to the top, my wrist is a little bit more in this position, okay? And you also have to remember as you're working on this, your wrist is moving down, right? Toward the floor. So as you're playing, if you're using this guide, you're trying to kind of get used to where those fingers are gonna go as they glide across the guitar here as you play. So these are all things you wanna become comfortable with. So it's not just, again, it's not just can I do it or do I understand it, right? it's learning how to do it. It's learning how to feel it. It's learning how to connect to these things because this is the other part of guitar playing. You're not always strumming. Sometimes you're picking, which is what what we're doing right now. Okay. So kind of become aware of that as you go. All right. So we're going to work on going from five, six, seven, eight, all the way toward the floor, just picking them down like that and just kind of becoming aware of that. So practice that. And when you're feeling good, come on back. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast. Hi, this is Steve Stein from Guitar Zoom, and what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be combining the elements of using a capo with some of the chords that you've probably been working on in song form. And what we're gonna do is we're also gonna talk a little bit about song structure. So the song we're gonna be focusing on today is going to be Hey Soul Sister by Train. And the way I'm gonna be showing it to you, you're gonna need a capo and you're gonna to have to put that on the third fret. So just to start off, you'll notice how the capo is actually very, very close to the fret. I'm not on top of the actual fret, but I'm right up next to it. That's where I'd like you to put your capo. So you're gonna take your capo and you're gonna clamp it on right up next to that fret. Again, you don't want to get on top of it, but you want to get right up next to that, okay? Now, the chords we're going to be using for this song are going to be D, A, B minor, and G, okay? Those are the four chords that we need to be able to play this song. Many, 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 many songs are written with four chords, so... Uh, We're gonna be using D. Now there's lots of different ways you could play this by putting your capo in different places and things like that, but we wanna do this uh, this way this uh, this time around. So D, A, B minor, that pesky B minor. Now if you do happen to know the bar chord B minor, your normal B minor would be played, again, because I'm using the capo, I'm thinking D is at the second fret, right? So I'm just moving up two frets from the capo because the capo is acting like zero. So then A would be here at the second fret as well. E minor would start the second fret. MNG okay, is at the second and third frets as well. Hey, Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000
0: videos to help you with your guitar playing.